and a water with linen while I watch you devour a mountain of dead crab. Mm -hmm. Do you really think you're walking out of my mother's basement? Unfucked? <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Bitch. <laughs> All right, welcome back to a special episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X, and I, uh, I, I guess she's not. Um, sorry. So the culture scientist isn't actually here right now. She's actually hosting some guests because at the time that you were hearing this, we have already been having guests here for the culture scientist graduation. So that means um, I got a special guest helping me out with this bonus episode, which is it's your favorite fed's favorite fed and favorite unpaid engineer, Mr. Smith. And again, congratulations to Tia. I don't got my sound effects, so I'm actually on the front of the mic this time. So I'm just gonna go. Meh, 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 meh. We might add it in post. Yeah, I'll probably maybe post. Pro probably not. Probably not. <laughs> we, we we celebrate right now because mm -hmm. by the time you hear this, we have already had the graduation celebration, and I'm off somewhere in Vegas. Um, being grown, and I'm off in an undisclosed location. There you go. So. <laughs> We decided to make sure that we record this because, you know, we try to be professionals and we want to take some time. I mean, there's a lot of jokes. I talk about it on the podcast sometimes, but Mr. Smith is my brother. We got 10 plus years of friendship in this. We've gone back to my freshman year, his senior year back at the illustrious Hampton University. H-U! You know. Hey, Wrong one. Know. Wrong one. Wrong one. I'm about to say this. We're the only HU that matters. Ooh, never mind. You're right. I said <laughs> what I said, and I meant what I said. But hey, just gonna let y'all know, man. This is this is my brother for life. My best one of my best friends. Don't let the culture scientists know this. T, don't kill me, post. <laughs> if you don't hear this episode, you know it didn't make it to heaven. She she don't listen to it and shut the whole shit down. Like I will shut all this shit down. All right, Mariah. It won't be no podcast. <laughs> All right, Mariah. There you go. But um, we wanted to bring you this episode, and I wanted to, I think it was pretty dope to let you guys get some inside information. So this episode is just going to be us. Nope. This is a very simple episode. Me and Mr. Smith are just going to talk about how we met, um, how our friendship developed, and maybe tell a few stories. But this is probably going to be one, like I said in the last episode, it's probably going to be on the shorter side. We'll probably be back to our full-length episodes once. We get back from being on vacation because you know we 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 tired. We we tired, boss. That's tired, boss. We've been in a whole Panda Express and we 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 both vaccinated, so we trying to be hot boy summer, but but get picked up afterwards. <laughs> you ain't wrong though. <laughs> so with that being said, where 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 do we begin, man? Um, I mean, we have to begin at the at the basketball game um, yes. in December. So you had came after the whole fiasco with Steven and, <sighs> and the basketball player. Shout out to Steven. <laughs> I love the him, The only man. person I've known that's ever been banned from entire volleyball season. Yes, that's collegiate <laughs> basketball season as a fan. Not as, as a player, not as a coach, but as a fan being banned from all volleyball games for the entire season. That's a story for another day. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but, um, but yeah, that the story of him and the basketball game can probably be said another time. But uh, Brother X saw what we was up to, came over. I think you had just uh, you had just got done being a basketball manager. No, I technically was still a manager. I I think I stopped about maybe 
partially through the season or either right before the beginning of the season, one of the two. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was freshly off of being a manager for the men's basketball team. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he just saw what we were up to. He was like, yo, you know, I, I mess with y'all. Mm -hmm. Can I get in? We are like, I'm looking at you like, come on, man. Like, you know, one of the things that I uh, strive to be as a big brother when I was in, when I was on uh, Hampton's campus was that I didn't want to no shade to any other organizations. I didn't want to be that big brother. Um, I'm sorry. Hold on. Student leaders, I'm talking about you. You know how I feel about If you went to Hampton, you know what it is. If you know, you know. In the immortal words of the server, I woke up and chose violence. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I was one of them big brothers that I don't leave you at orientation. If you need something, if you need, you know, a ride to Walmart, if you need to get away from your dorm because you're about to kill your roommate, if you need to just vent or, you know, if you just need to get some food because, you know, the cab closed at what, 6.30 and you hungry and Santa Claus? Oh, if you're 6.30, man, you must have went to a small cab. Big cab closed like six. True. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That is the ultimate college betrayal. But we <laughs> So, you know, I, I wanted to be that person. And so I, I made sure to stay in and say, you know, whatever you need. And he started to pick up uh, certain attributes of what I showed to the group. Um, and we just kind of clicked from there. And I mean, you're talking what? Buck Road Beach, Atlanta, Houston, international trips. Uh, I was like, our, our friendship has taken us literally international and it just came from that because i still remember some of the best it was from that game that what are you talking about if we didn't say it was our like there's a pep squad on hampton's campus called blue lightning at the time the og blue lightning we know OG. the new one y'all y'all that tiktok nation we don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> i'm old head right now i can say that but the whole point is that we connected on that and quincy was there too and that's how me and her connected we worked in the same dormitory and we connected through that. But from there, I started coming to the games. I started picking up on the vibes they were putting down. Um, just started hanging out in the game room because I'd always see some of them in the game room, but I never really went in there. But once I started hanging out with people from the pep squad, then the game room and then all my spare time was just hanging out with these people. I was like, yo, I banged with them. Funny enough, a lot of them are people who I used to hang out in the game were Sigmas. And fast forward to now, I'm one of the brothers. That actually is kind of funny. I didn't even think about that. Funnier story, when I came on campus, because I wore a lot of blue, because my, those were my school colors, a lot of people thought that I was a Sigma before I was actually a Sigma. As a freshman? As a freshman. They didn't know, they didn't recognize me, but I wore a lot of blue. Like, my school mm, colors fair. were blue, white, and black. Fair. Yeah, that's true. So, people used to think that, and then it didn't help. Like I said, all the dudes that I was hanging around in the, in the game room Worst or Sigma. Thing. So it was just yeah. like, oh, coincidence. Very. <laughs> but getting back to from there, he like I said, he was a senior, so he was finishing up, and Oof. I got to my sophomore year. Fast forward through some other stuff that happened. It was, it was one of the things where it's like he left. He was trying to become an adult, an adulty adult. <laughs> adulty adult. <laughs> I was a sophomore. Um Full transparency, I was trying to join Sigma at the time, but um, it didn't work out. I let certain things get in the way of it, but it took probably maybe about two, maybe almost two years before we like, before we actually hung out again for real, for real, because that year after suffering down, we, we don't need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And we reconnected, we, we had a sit down conversation because there was some stuff that was told to me about him. 
that wasn't very factual. Stuff seemed off, and I was like, that don't sound right. Me and him sat down like adults and actually talked about our pro- <laughs> about the stuff. I hit dog on holly. If you feel some type of way about you, it, you know what it is. Are you throwing a tree right now? Oh, no, I, I'm throwing a, a moon, but I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I, I call what it is, man. I mean, hey, everybody growing up, we know what it is. So, so we had a chance. I think it was either, it was not, it wasn't homecoming. It was one of the, it was during football season. Sat down in the game room, chopped it up, got a chance to talk talk to each other. It was like, oh, okay. So we still connected. So, I mean, at that point, we were good, but I was still at Hampton. He was in Maryland, again, trying to be adulty adult. And literally from there, we actually was just like, okay, we just kind of hung out. We stayed connected. I think it was my junior year, or my either my third or my fourth year at school, where we ended up reconnecting. We went to BAFC. Shout out to BAFC, a.k.a. The Partnick now, yep. which will be out this summer. Shout out to them. We might do a special episode while we're out there. We'll see. If we're even in the... Never mind. <laughs> we're going to protect the innocent. Yeah, we just going to protect the innocent. <laughs> but um, so we was out there and then we really reconnected because we got super close and it was just like, as my time went on with Hampton and my circle and people I hung out with because of me trying to graduate or just me, just certain circles I just didn't bang with or they didn't bang with me in some cases, that was just like, okay. And then by the time graduation rolled around, we were close, but we didn't start to get really, really, really close until I first graduated. And I think we started to have what we consider like an adult friendship. Mm -hmm. When I think, I want to say it was the first time we went out of the country. It was before that. Because we had a conversation at one of the homecomings. Because remember, from a previous episode, I told you about the story where me and Drew, uh, Sal, brother Drew, yeah, um, we went to the baseball game and we had a conversation about how right, we right, right, our right. brothers. Um, so when you came up, I remember that you were you were going through some small little adult things and you just needed guidance. And I was yeah. like, you know, yo, talk to me. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm talking to the point where I think you called me weekly. And you was like, bro, I'm about uh, to spaz. <laughs> um, let, let me let you know, before the culture scientist, who I was going through it, I had relationship issues. Listen, listeners, listeners, he, he not lying. Boy, <laughs> he I'm, not I'm lying. lying. It, it, it was a merry over round of hell. And I... It took me a while to be ready to get off that ride. So, I mean, again, that's not a story for another time because that story is never going to see a lot of day. Nope, not at all. <laughs> but so we were just talking and I just needed help. And then it was just like, I just realized I'm like, the more and more we had the conversation, like this is my brother. Like I, he know where the bear, where the bodies lie. All that stuff. Shout out to Drake and all whatever you said on Lemon Pepper Freestyle. Who knows? Hey, I mean, you want to sponsor us. I mean, Lemon Pepper wings um i mean drake wet, YouTube, wet. make sure they let me pepper wet you right you right shout out to atl shout out to atlanta shout out to um rick ross the boss oh all them pairs <laughs> all them things <laughs> but all seriousness man it was just from there we used to do homecomings together we we would hang out have ho- we went from hotels to airbnbs mm-hmm. and just all the things like we just went through a lot like We've we've been probably a constant in each other's lives from the time my early twenties. Well, not even that. From my late teens to my early thirties, mm-hmm. and from that, it was just something that just grew. Because mind you, we could probably do a whole series of 
stories from our friendships, but we can kind of keep it concise. Like, when did you know, I guess my question is, when did you know our, if this was going to be a lifetime friendship, like beyond what we are, what we've already said? Probably around the time where that situation we're not going to bring up mm. when I came back to Hampton. Right. And um, I remember to this day, I came into the student center. Nobody was expecting me to be there. And mm -hmm. of course, you know, the individuals within that certain situation right. looked at me and they weren't expecting me to be there. So they were kind of like, oh, we're going to stay over here. Mm -hmm. But you and our brother Dunlap, shout out to Tony. Y'all two were the only two people Hold that walked up to me. <sighs> I wasn't going to bring that joke up, man. <laughs> we're going to let that lie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> If, if you don't know, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. We're going to let that one die. But you two were the only two that walked up to me, even though y'all didn't know much of the situation, mm -hmm. but y'all walked up to me and was like, yo, we didn't know you was coming back. Y'all dap me up. I was like, I respect that. Like, right. yo. And, and you know, I talked to you like, you know, like yo, y'all grades good. You know, you got to get anything. You're cool. Yeah. All right. You know, hit my number. Hit me up. And then as it became, uh, as the year went on, and you were getting ready to get to graduation, or no, when you got done, when you graduated, mm -hmm. you, you know, started having conversations about like, you know, your thoughts and things. And, and we knew that me and Drew knew that we didn't want you to fall into the same trap as some of our other friends. Right. right? And so when that happened, we was like, nah, we gotta, we, we gotta get him. And mm -hmm. I was like, nah, I, 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 and I, you asked Drew, I was like, nah, I'm, I got him. Don't worry mm -hmm. about that. I got him. Cause I knew like from what, I saw when, you know, the times that we went to Buck Road, the times that mm -hmm. we went to, you know, Holland Jams or whatever, I could see the difference in you mm -hmm. versus some of the other people, which no disrespect to them, we love them all the same. Right. But I saw the potential more in you than I saw in them. And I could see it more as you're, you know, you're talking and mm -hmm. how you present yourself, your gift of gab, your sarcasm is almost, <laughs> boy, yeah. your sarcasm probably. Man, if you, if you ever want to have, like, if you ever just want to see straight comedy, like, between two brothers in any, almost any social setting, just, just be around us. Like, Nas, who was on the last episode, he was with us. We just got back from um, going out to dinner. Just jokes. Just, like, it's so organic that we feed off each other. It's like, it's like LeBron James and D-Wade, the, not the 06, probably the year they won the championship, 07. Um, you talking about, you talking about LeBron and D-Wade? Yeah. Uh, 2012. I'm sorry, thank you. I'm way up. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's like 06 was just D Wade and Shaq. Oh, I'm on, when I'm talking about y'all, 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 seen the picture where like D Wade got his arms like this, LeBron hitting the bath. Like that's yeah. how that's how our friendship is. Now we just we be feeding off of each other, man. And from that, it's just like I just knew as we grew, and it's just like through those conversations and through that situation that that you helped me with. I realized like, okay, dope. And then I think when it really meant a lot to me, I started to realize as the people who I stayed in contact with consistently from college, just like with high school, like mm -hmm. you have friends in high school, but then the ones you really keep in contact with ones are the ones that are like real friendships and not ones that you have because you see them every day. Mm -hmm. And then for us, you, me and Drew, we're like in three separate areas. He out on the West Coast, you're up in the DMV. I'm here down in the South. And we just connected. And I think for me, it really clicked when we made our, the three of us were all, my first time going out of the country, y'all's is like the second or third time. Yeah, it would have been your first. It would have been Drew's second. It would have been my fourth. 
Right. Yeah, fourth. So we all went out to Costa Rica. Shout out to Costa Rica. It was the Rio. Yeah. We said at the Rio, all includes resort. Boy, you was hurt that first night. Yeah. <laughs> you was hurt that first Listen, night. Listen, let me tell you, I, I, I'm going to incriminate myself a little bit. This one, I'm going to give you the very condensed version. I'm about to say it was, it was, it, this was bad. Oh, so we're, so mind you, this is all-inclusive resort. This is like three, three, four days, um, four or five nights, somewhere so, so in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. It, was th- it was Thursday to Monday. Thank you. So we out there and Mrs. Smith was like, yo, it's a marathon. Not a sprint. not a sprint. No, I'm, I'm like I'm college. I, I'm college. I'm, I'm grown. I, I I can drink. I'm good. I'm good. Needless to say, I was not good. I was not grown. This motherfucker was swaying in his seat. No, no, <laughs> I was swaying when I was standing up in the buffet line. No, you also swayed when you sat down too. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> don't worry about that. You, you you were swaying, and it got to the point where I had to tell you, nigga. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Because <laughs> my son's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Got the biggest Cheshire cat grin like you had ever seen, like from ear to ear grin and looking like the Joker. And and if anybody knows me, even though I have an alias on here, if you know me, you know I'm not really confrontational. I had to yoke this nigga up and say, nigga. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. And he followed my directions. He Ooh, went to sleep. Because, boy, here's what happened <laughs> was, so I had never been in a place like all-inclusive resort. Like I didn't have, I didn't have nice things. I, 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 I'm gonna say, like I'm used to, like I'm thinking I'm doing big things in college. Like, I got a bottle of Ciroc or a bottle of Penny or a Crown uh, or Burnett's. Burnett. <laughs> I woke up and chose bottles from that one. Ooh, Burnett's. Mm. Unless you want to sponsor us, but ooh, no, Burnett's. no, no. That Everclear. Don't drink the punch. Blue juice, all of. We get enough time. We get enough time. Like blue juice is not real. It's, it's just juice. <laughs> Jesus, strike him! Don't oh, strike me. So, needless to say, I'm at the resort, and literally, I got one drink in one hand. I forget. It was like it was like a rainbow, like a Superman or whatever. It was a Superman. So mm-hmm. I had a Superman in one hand, had another drink in this hand. I get offered a ginger and something from another friend on the trip. And then all of a sudden, it was like someone out in the distance at the bar is like, yo, Brother X, come take a shot. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> he was he was the meme before the meme when you always hear the, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no. That, that's him. That was, that was him. Needs to say, I still had a fun time on the trip. Ooh, boy, yeah. that, was, that, that was a hot boy summer. But yes, we, the, the body still stayed there, buried there. The, the flight recorder is buried in the sand. And, and don't try to go send to the coach of scientists. She know where the bodies lie to. Because I have open communication. Because you are truth and transparent. Hey, hey, message. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that it was just that. And I think from that trip, mm-hmm. because it wasn't just the trip it wasn't just being at the trip, being in a country, another country. It was what we had to go through to get to our flight because we couldn't fly out of Maryland because that we all wanted to fly in the same spot. We couldn't go out of Maryland. Oh, shit. We You're had right. to take the, was it the China bus we, or the no, Greyhound? We had to take the Greyhound to New York. Greyhound, like, it was like, at, it, was like it was like 11 or 1 in the morning. Take the Greyhound bus from Maryland up to New York, New York. Hop on, it was LaGuardia or... Um, uh, I think it was JFK. Yeah, JFK up in New York to fly out. Like, mind you, we had been on the bus like six, seven hours, mm-hmm. somewhere in that ballpark, and then Larry had to ride a shuttle to the airport, check in, go through all the check-in stuff, and Larry then hop on the plane and then fly down another like five, six hours. It was close to yeah, that's about right. 
So mind you, mm. it was just that bond. And Negro, you remember the ride back? <laughs> the hot ass bus? First of all, no, 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 no. First of all, us getting all that food needed in the damn subway. Let's just start. We, we, we wanted a New York slice of pizza. And you know what we ended up getting? We got a whole fucking pizza. I'm over here eating chicken Alfredo. We sitting on top of our luggage, sitting at the bus station. Someone had like chicken tenders and fries. I fucking fries. Oh, <laughs> it was like, oh, nobody want the fries? Scrum, 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 scrum. Gone. But then we had to ride it back. And then we on the bus. And when I tell you, that bus was hot, hot. Yes. And uncomfortable as hell. Oh, my God. And then it sounded like our bus driver was high as all get out. He, yeah, he was talking. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, like yeah, Y'all all right about that? How y'all doing tonight, man? Y'all doing okay? Everybody back here. I got sweat Yeah, coming yeah. down my face. Like, I, everything's sticking. I'm like, mm-mm. I can't do this. Like, just just, just drive the bus, bro. Just and drive then the, bus. the fallout when we were all back at your tiny one-bedroom apartment. No, 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 no. That wasn't that. That was at that point when we went to Costa Rica, I had the other apartment. Because remember, everybody oh, fell asleep right. in the living room. I, I had to go drop something off at the bus station, another bus station, so they could get back to their place. No, mm-hmm. the train station. Yeah. To drop them off the train station. And it's just like, yo, everybody passed out. And we just all passed out. I'm like, it was that. Then it was BFC. And it was like, I kept finding myself the moments that I wanted to have with my peoples. Nine times out of 10, Mr. Smith was there. And that was how our friendship grew because it just went for like me and him the way our brains work and how we plan is like if he says yo you want to try to do this i'll do a quick look at my money look at think about my expenses i'm like all right i can do that or i might need this or that to make it happen he's like oh bet i can have this for you this this that and you know like all the means talking about black people having a hard time being able to travel that's never the issue we have brotherships because we're able to be able to okay it needs to be this much. Okay, that means I got to save this much for a couple months and mm-hmm. I'll be good to go. All right, I got you on the rest of this piece. Mm-hmm. And it was never like I'm indebted to him or he's indebted to me because most of the time he had more money, but we're not checking his pockets. <laughs> but come on, man. <laughs> Shit. But the whole point is it was just we, it was never about spending money. It was never about going to these places because I mean, we could very easily go to these places on our own. like whether it was a significant other or by ourselves, mm-hmm. but it was just wanting that brothership and keeping that connection, whether it was me, you, and Drew, or it was just the two of us and we're just linking up with some friends in that area. Mm-hmm. It was just, we were kindred spirits that were brought together that he can come, he knows he can come to me for anything. Yep. I know I can come to him for anything. And like I said before, I'm not, I'm joking, but he knows all the skeletons. He knows where the bear, where the bodies lie. He's been there for moments when I've lost family members. I've been there for when he has stuff going on with his family, even mm-hmm. on the lowest points. And for me, I don't take it light when I call someone my brother. And I can say Mr. Smith and my brother, regardless, like no matter what, that if he needs me for anything, I'm there. And you can't say that about a lot of people. Yep. And I keep my circle very close because, I, like I said before, line takes too much work. Faking mm-hmm. the phone takes too much work. Mm-hmm. Being paid takes too much work. And I'm just like, if I know I got a genuine person there, why am I going to let it fall to the wayside? Because it takes a little bit more work than something else. That's, I mean, it's, just, it's the same thing on my side. You know, um, I just kind of see it as. You, you, you know pretty much all of my skeletons at this point. Right. And, and like you said, 
anybody that knows me knows that I'm a planner. And right. the one thing that everyone knows that I hate is when it's last minute shit. Exactly. Right? If you ever hear people when they say, you know, oh, you know, black people can't really travel, whatever. Nine times out of 10 is usually because there's either not a plan in place or the plan that's in place is way more expensive than people are trying to deal with. And they just don't want to say it. Facts. But on this podcast, the Truth from Transparency podcast, hosted by Brother X, the culture scientist, hey, you, check this out. you actually be truthful and honest about your things. So I know, like, full transparency. Yes, I'm a federal worker. Y'all, y'all listeners, don't be in my pockets. I understand that. Unless he, you're trying to send money to this cash app. Facts. I, you know, because you know he's an unpaid en- engineer. You know, because I signed. You know, I got. I, please, sir, may I have some more? My PPP loan has not gone through yet. <laughs> uh, don't get caught up, man. <laughs> I, you know, I might get a GoFundMe. Like, oh, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, but she got a sponsorship out there. What a sponsorship by GoFundMe? No, no. I mean, I mean, by Gorilla Glue. That's a callback. If you want to find out, you got to listen to the episode to find out when that was. All right. Anyway, let me get back on track. But um, no, like, you know, when it comes to these types of things, I know I don't I don't need to know everything about what he's dealing with financially, but I know a certain level to not go to. Right Mm -hmm. now, everyone that knows me knows I like bougie things at times, but I also know we we listened to we went to Hampton. We went to the Black Ivy League. So we, we a little sedated. The, the Ivy League? The Black Ivy League. Oh, okay. The, the Ivy League. So, so, we, so we get Grey Poupon in our calf? Nah, 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 nah. We get Frank Fred hot. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep going, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I have no clue. It's a Thursday night. I ain't got to work. I'm about to say, it's late. We've been drinking. Whatever. Um, but um, but no, like, so I know, you know, kind of where his, his, his money lies as far as, like, what, he's, what he can do and what he can't do. And so whatever that he's short on, I have no problem covering because I know, number one, we both are going to have a good time. Exactly. And that's one of the biggest things that I want to tell to everyone. Sure, for those that actually like will get money or whatever, you always say like, oh, you got to grind or whatever, da, da, da. But if you don't have anyone to enjoy that with, right. that gets old real quick. Hella quick. So, you know, when I have it with him, I like to enjoy my stuff with my brothers exactly. because I know... We also, like he said, we're so close that we literally just came from dinner where there was a joke that we didn't even say. The waitress has said something and we both thought the same thing at the same time. We didn't even say nothing. We didn't even look at each other. We just started laughing. And she's like, what is going on? And Brother X had to be like, it's our connection. We knew what we were saying without even having to say it. When you have something like that, you don't, you you, you make sure you don't let that. You hold on to it, man, because I mean, with the Panasonic that's going on right now, man. And you know, like, like we losing way too many people and you don't want to lose. Like, I know we talked about in like one of our earliest episodes about letting go of bonds, but the reverse is true. It was like, when you have a genuine true bond that's built on not something being transactional, but being out of a true enjoyment of each other's presence and what we bring to that friendship. Because again, the reason why we had a couple of conversation about um, non-romantic relationships because they're vital to the soul because you have to have those people because as much as you want to love your, your, your person and all those things, like I love the culture sciences, I can't, I need someone outside of her to have certain things. Like me and Mr. Smith, we've been boys and making him can have conversations that of course I can talk to the culture scientists about, but it's not the same because they all at some level, there are certain things that aren't said that are already understood that I can't articulate to her and vice versa. So because of that, 
I need those people around me. Whether it's Queen C, whether it's anybody that you guys have heard on the podcast or anybody that you may hear in the future episodes, like that's vital to the soul because that keeps you grounded. That gives you a life. And if you get so caught up in your own relationship that you don't have people outside outside of that, when that relationship ends, if it does end, then you have to basically rebuild your life. But if you do it the right way and you incorporate your friends, you keep those relationships, you have a support system so that if things do not work out, you're not starting back from square one. You have a support system that's going to keep you afloat while you get back on your feet. Mm-hmm. Amen. Man, you just spoke. Can I get a collection plate? I, hey, I think I need a collection plate. I'm or, saying. Or better yet, just hit the cash app. I'm going to ca- say the cash app coming soon. <laughs> Shit. But um, I think that's a good, I think that's a good pushman to put on this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say again, thank you, Mr. Smith, for all that you do. And I know I joke a lot on, on the podcast about you being an unpaid intern, all the things, but this speaks to the relationship that me and him have. I literally came to him back in, was it March? About the podcast? About the podcast, yeah. Uh, February. I'm sorry. So back in February, needing some help because the culture scientists were trying to get ready to graduate and finish up her thesis. Oh, that. That was March. I'm sorry. Oh, so it was March. Yeah. Yeah, So all those things, it was like, yo, I really want to take the podcast to the next level. I'm doing some stuff with Zoom. I can do it, but it's not moving as smooth as I want to. He reached out. It was like, yo. I can do this one, Z for you. And then it just kind of grew. And it went from him doing me a favor to him being a vital part of where the podcast is now. And mind you, we're not even at 30 episodes yet. And I feel if you go back and listen, which you should, from episode one to episode, this is going to be bonus. So this will be like the 22nd episode that we've recorded so far that you can hear the difference. And you'll be able to tell when you start hearing Mr. Smith there, and you'll see in, well, you won't see, you'll hear the difference. <laughs> I had to think about this. I'm sorry. Get the Patreon exactly. <laughs> but um, but you be able to hear the difference, and I'm. It makes my job a lot easier. It makes the culture scientist job so much easier, and he's a, a very vital part, just like anyone else who's on the podcast. So I'm and, grateful for all that stuff, man. And and I only do that because if you really care about the people, just like what you said about the the whole topic, if you care about the person that you are calling your brother or your sister you do what you can in your power to help them and we talked about earlier you know about making sure we support our people right we have a friend phyllis hey, hey girl sweet uh, savage sweet, aka the madison remedy aka i can't say the other aka because i'm no 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 black box black box but you know when you have when you have someone that actually does a skincare line, you support. Phyllis, right. I'm about to do another order. Just letting you know in advance. Hey, you know it's on the way. Yep. Um, but when you have that stuff, you know you actually, you know, I want you feel better when you see your friends succeed, right? And when he brought this idea back in, I think it was what September, September, October, yeah, yeah, last year. You know, I'm like, yo do that let me know if you need anything you need me to help you promote or whatever I, I mean I wasn't thinking of anything engineer wise and then as we got to the episodes and I saw you know he wanted feedback he wanted to ask questions and then at a certain point I was like you know what you mind if I try to help right and, and I make sure I make sure that I'm helping right but at the end of the day this is your baby 
Right. This is you and the culture scientist's baby. And right. I want y'all's baby to be y'all ba- y'all's baby and grow. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, whatever I can choose and, and throw my little bit of humor in, but I also make sure, and you know, I run it past, I run anything past you. Right. Like, I promise you, what y'all don't hear, our, our pre-show meetings, oh they jokes. I promise you, <laughs> we will never be able to put one out, but our pre-show meetings are hilarious. Like, y'all think some of the, the stuff that y'all hear on the show is funny? Y'all need to hear what we don't say on the show. <laughs> Or what we don't play on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It might be the end of the podcast. <laughs> but we haven't yet, so you can't cancel us. Nope. Because you don't pay us, and this is free. So, aha. Aha. And on that note, I'm, I'm going to bring this up to a close. Um, you guys, um, again, check it out on all of our social medias, all of our information. It's going to be in the show notes, like always. Um, be on the lookout. By the time this comes out, it'll be two, it'll be not, it won't come out when it won't come out the Friday that we the week that we're recording, but that following week. So in about two weeks, we'll have our next series, our next group of topics. So if you have any ideas, suggestions for us, please don't hesitate to email us at the truth and transparency pod123 at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social medias if you have any suggestions for our series or ideas, or if you want to be on the show. With that, guys, I want to say if this podcast gets no bigger than what it is. The culture scientist is forever grateful. I'm forever grateful. My unpaid engineer is forever grateful. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, guys, we're going to check you next time on the Truth and Transparency podcast. Peace. All my life I had to fight. I love Harpole. God knows I do. But I killed him dead before I let him beat me. So is anybody in the market for a new big brother? <laughs> <laughs>